Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome everybody to Hobby Addicts episode 284. We are really getting up here in these Hobby Addicts episodes. And of course, on a brisk day in Denver on October 24th, almost Halloween, Yumitsugi's here and I'm joined by Mason. Mason, my fine man, how、yes. are you? That's me. I am doing、uh, fittingly fine. The weather. You know, it's starting to get to the point where it starts off chilly, a little bit nipply in the morning, but、mm. by the afternoon it's like pretty good. So I'm in a happy state of mind right now. The fall colors、right. are nice and popping in Connecticut as they do,、uh, and that's all the state has going for it. So、uh, for the next week, I'll be good. And after that, I think we'll get into the descent of cold temperatures, and I will be fine with that, but just a little sad on the inside. Oh, well, don't be too sad. I think we're in the same place with the weather. It's pretty much cold in the morning, warm by the afternoon, and cold again at night. And... But、um, Pancake's here as well. Pancake, how is your syrup today?、Uh, is it pure maple? Is it blueberry compote? What are we working with? I'm a sad, ban- like the bananas you left on the counter pancake. Wow. That、so. doesn't sound very good. Whoa, whoa. Banana pancakes? No, no, no. Like no. the sad bananas left on the counter. You、no. have nothing、oh, else you can、oh, do with. N- nothing to do with pancakes. Because that's、yeah. exactly what you put in pancakes. And those are fine. It, it, see, I'm just fine. That's just where I'm at right now. Something about like rotted pancakes is kind of where she's going. Yep. Anyway, guys,、gotcha. on, on Hobby Addicts today, we are going to be talking about Dune. Is this, the, is this the movie Dune? Did you see this? Is this? The new movie oh. Dune. Oh, wow. We, done, we Duned it. I've been interested in seeing this, so I, I am curious to see what you have to say. All right, so, okay. So, we're talking、oh, about the movie Dune. Also, Pancake and I went and did a、uh, horror themed escape room called Homicide Hotel. So, we'll talk about Homicide Hotel. And I dragged Mitsugi to CrossFit yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was a shit show. So, <laughs> a huge、nice. shit show. <laughs> Anyway,、uh, why don't we start with Dune? Because I feel like everybody's probably pretty interested in this movie. High budget sci fi action film, I'm assuming. So, yes, indeed, Mason. How, how was it? And you could because you read the book recently. I did. I actually talked about it on Hobby Addicts episode 252, which、wow. you're like, wow, that wasn't that long ago. And then you're like, no, that was like 30 weeks ago. <laughs> wow, where、yep. is this year going? <laughs> But yeah, so I read、uh, the first book of Dune a little bit. Into the second as well, but essentially that's the 1965 book by Frank Herbert. Sci fi, you know, I wouldn't call it an epic because the first book isn't that long, but it is very like influential to the genre. It's obviously made waves, it's had multiple movie adaptations, and reading the book as my first experience was great. I really enjoyed the book, I really adored it. Uh, I heard rumors like, hey, there's a movie coming out, and I'm like, cool, that's kind of what. Prompted me to read the book. So, definitely recommend the book. I have not seen the 1984 David Lynch version of the movie. I've heard、oh, it's、yeah. not good.、Mm-hmm. I've heard there's also like a science 
a sci-fi channel like original TV series or something that's even worse, allegedly. I have not even looked into that. But they kind of announced this movie and came out with like a couple trailers and I was very underwhelmed. I was very much like this movie is not going to be good because it seemed like they were leaning in to the, oh, this is a Hollywood blockbuster. We can't have intricate character development. They were just going for the bombast, big hundreds of people on screen fighting, just the big blockbuster splendor more than the actual like human struggle that I come to Dune for. So I was very cautious to go into this. It's on HBO Max, but I actually went to see it in theaters because my friend's roommate, she went like two days ago and she's like, oh, I'm going to go see it again in theater. Wow, so I'm again. like, if someone's seeing it, yeah, After two if days. someone's seeing it within like just for the second time in a three day span, like there probably is something to it. And it, I guess I wrangled up enough people that we all decided, hey, let's go. So I went this morning. Or, her, t- or her taste is, is horrific. That's also true. Because I've heard reports on both sides saying this movie's good, this movie's bad. This movie is loud, especially if you go to the IMAX version. But anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> so right. I went in with very tempered to low expectations. And I will say right off the bat, this is Dune Part 1. So it kind of opens with you kind of knowing... Oh, right. Hey, this isn't going to be a full adaptation. It's two hours and 20 minutes. It's a decent chunk of movie, but it only covers about the first half of the book. So Jesus. keep that in mind going it's into a five it. five-hour movie worth of book. I mean, it's a lot. I would it's say like if you were to like adapt it properly, it's like nine hours. So they're definitely cutting stuff out. How many pages uh, is this book? I'm going to guess and say high 300s low 400s let me check i'll, I'll look it up Do for you, you but yeah I mean, I, mean, I mean how can how can a four how can a 300 to 400 page how can a 412 page book be a nine hour movie that sounds that sounds like a lot that sounds um, pretty long it's there's there's just no filler in this book it is like very dense with not like difficulty of reading but just stuff is always happening it's always mm-hmm. jumping to the most important part and Like, I never felt like I was wasting time reading it or, like, glossing over stuff because it was getting into, like, heavy exposition of, like, the ivory towers with the cascading waterfalls of this type of mineral. Like, it doesn't paint the pictures like a lot of sci-fi or fantasy books do. It just, it's it's not dry, but it's, it's just good. It's just a good book. So, and there's just a lot of character interactions and development that they were cutting out. But anyway. So overall, I guess if you want like a recommendation on this movie, I'd say meh, like it was fine. I liked the first half of this way more than the second half. The first half was, I'd say, pretty true to the book. It establishes the characters. It's not too, it's not throwing so many names and weird phrases at you like the book does where you're constantly flipping to the appendix to look up, you know, what the heck do these things mean? Like it's pretty easy to digest, even if you haven't read the source material and it just, I think the actors, especially the main guy who plays Paul, uh, did a fantastic job. The relationships were good. They were solid. There was a bit of spectacle to it, but it was fine. The movie, for me, kind of fell apart as it went on, where it did lean into the, oh, the, the turn, the twist, the inciting incident begins. And all of a sudden, it's these 
big action set pieces and characters running as the massive thing chases from behind the them. Like, monster. How are they going to make it? Yeah, you get some shy haloods, you get some big sand snakes, you get some big yes. stabby teeth boys. Oh, so is Kevin Bacon? You, you do this? get that. Is he still alive? Uh, Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. He hasn't done anything in a while. I thought he passed away a couple years no, ago. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. No. I swear. You you have you you share a breakfast food name. You, you should know better. Okay? Kevin Bacon is not. Two dead. degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh he's next to me on he's the got plate. He's right coming now. out this year. Look. What are you talking Holy about? Holy shit. Maybe I was confusing him with someone else. I do that often. Yeah, well. Uh, no worries. Uh, so, like, Dune was fine. It definitely had a big budget to it. It definitely had its moments, but I'd say the second half of it kind of was cluing me out. There were two, like, I want to call them drastic changes. There were two big changes from the books that changed absolutely nothing. So, it's one of those things that only irks someone who has read the books. But overall, it was pretty... It was a pretty good adaptation. I didn't love it as a movie, but I can see why people enjoyed it while they were excited for it. I would say if you have HBO Max, and it's fine watching it for free. If you love massive set pieces, it's worth going to the theaters for. But if you are going for like an actual like engaging, well-thought-out movie that tries to capture the essence of what made the science fiction Dune a classic and revered to this day it's probably better to just read the book. But if you can't read, this this will be At probably your, your best option. Yeah. If you're illiterate, go see the movie. So give me the um, book score out of 10 and then give me the movie score out of 10. Oh. I'd give the book, uh, as someone who does not like science fiction, I would give it like a light 8 out of 10. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty good. And you don't like science fiction. That's weird. I'm I'm not a science fiction fan. I thought the first book was great. The second book definitely started to lose me, and I was just like, eh, um, I could go without it. Okay. So, yeah. Light 8 for the book. Uh, Maybe a strong 5 for the movie. Okay. Mm. So, I'm definitely not going to waste my money to go see this. Just watch it it in my bed at home and smoke a little weed. Yeah. I mean, it has has an 8.3 on IMDb. It's... You'll be I mean, si- the people I went with, for the most part, Thought really did enjoy it. Yeah. I just, I've never been all that about action set pieces. I've never been, and maybe just because I've seen what it could have been, and it didn't quite match my mind's eyes. It just, I don't know. It this was movie, fine. This movie is nestled on, on IMDb, snugly between, snugly just, a, just slightly better than the movie, than the 1985 film Ron. And slightly worse than the 1989 classic Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So it's definitely not as fun <laughs> as the Last Crusade. No. <laughs> well, and, not many and, things are. I, see, I was just gonna say, as few things are. I'd say if you guys have HBO Max, though, it, it's worth a worth a spin. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the recommendation. Well, we also have of. a great dinner theater near us that has cheapest shit tickets on Tuesdays. So yeah, we have dog training on Tuesdays right now, though. Oh well, so much for that. I mean, I did go to the movies today. Obviously, I just got back from one, and they did have the Howl's Movie Castle playing in the theater. They did have like the Totoro, like stand out front for like Ghibli Fest 2021. I was like, oh, they're doing the things. Everyone see the thing. And everyone yeah. was like, uh, okay, Mason. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, Mason, you you go ahead. And you we, know, they usually do a Satoshi Kone 
just one like every year. I don't think they did this year because, you know, we're coming out of COVID and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I've seen Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress now in theaters because of that. Cone Fest, one film. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's just one movie. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. All right. Well, we nice. Well, we went and did um, an escape room. I assume you're done with Dune. Yes. Yeah. 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 I want to hear about this. Too much sand. Too many blue eyes. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> too dusty. One out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and did this uh, escape room called the Homicide Hotel, and because it's because it's it's spoopy month. And spoopy. We gotta you know you gotta spoopy things and you, apples. You gotta stick with the spoopy, and, and 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 I like escape rooms. I probably have done. Maybe 15 of them. Oh, damn. I've only done... That was my third or fourth one. Well, like, we did one in New York. I was say, Mitsugi took away my escape room virginity. <gasps> he, popped, he popped my escape cherry. Was that, in New, was that in New York City? <laughs> yeah, that was that one. Yeah, watching Mandy and, like, Andrew just, like, devour that escape room was just, like... I was like, how are you guys doing this so fast? It's like I blinked and we it was over. Yeah, um, we, we ripped through that. Yeah, but... um. So Homicide Hotel, you walk in, the lobby of the, you know, the business, as you would say, it looks like the lobby of a hotel. It was very well decorated. And uh, it was inspired by H.H. Holmes, if you've ever heard of him. He's a prolific serial killer. Triple H. And um, he's noted as like the first real serial killer. He was in Chicago. And they kind of. Hey, my boy. Yeah. So you can actually like walk. I think a bank is over it now where the uh, murder hotel he built was. Typical. But um, they, I think they took inspiration from him and they even mentioned him. Yeah. He was in the like the he, prologue he part before you go into the room. Um, so I, I wanted to go because of that. I actually saw this on Facebook. It was like, hey, Mitsugi, we should do this thing because H.H. Holmes and murder. So we found out before we went in that the escape success rate is 11%. So it didn't have a very high success rate uh, of, of escaping. So mm-hmm. with a grain of salt and we, we, we go into the room and it looks like a hotel room. I would say like a really shitty one. Like, yeah, like it definitely smelled like it looked like it smelled like mildew and cum. Oh, wow. That's oh, wow. Delicious. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of blood in the room, so probably a little bit of penny smell too. It, it was an okay escape room, honestly. Like, I, I mean, I liked the idea of it pretty well. I thought that it was well themed. It was fun that it was like a haunted, like you know, this this hotel room where some guy was killing people or whatever. But as far as like the puzzles and whatnot, I found it to be, I would say, I would say like substantially lacking. I was not very impressed with like, with like the, you know, the technological setup or or the design of the of the puzzles. I didn't think it was very great. Like. The first puzzle was this was like you 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 the, of course there's a bible in the room so the bible you opened up the bible it had a key in it so that was easy to find and then the key unlocked like a dresser drawer so we unlocked the dresser drawer and in there was a note and the note is like to the maid and it's like here is the order that you're supposed to clean all the rooms in and you're like okay so he's it's like first do room 300 then room 302 then room 301 blah 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 and I'm sitting here staring at this note, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this note? Like, there was really nothing else in the room at that point to really go off of as far as, like, you know, because these rooms are pretty much always, like, 
daisy chaining you know you do a clue you solve a puzzle then that gives you an item that you use to solve the next puzzle then the next puzzle then the next puzzle so until you solve the puzzle you're on a lot of the time you're just kind of stuck you're sitting there yeah and so we probably we probably burned up 10 minutes of the first hour trying to figure out this fucking note only to only to eventually realize that like there was an escape plan like there's a map on the wall. Well, and I think that was like a huge fail on their part because yeah. everything in the room looked like it belonged in the room except for the escape route plan on the wall. It's true. And so it looked more like you're here. This is if there's an emergency and you're in the room, this is how you're going to get out. Oh, and gotcha. You thought it was like an actual escape thing, not like well, part of the game. Yeah, well, and that's because everything in the room looked old dirty and like it belonged there yeah, it like and a then busted this up room you know and then this was literally like behind like a little plastic piece and it was like a brand new piece of paper yeah gotcha gotcha does well, that make sense so it looked it's, to like, me, it's, it's like if there was a bright green sign that said exit you're like well clearly if there's an emergency i'm gonna go out that way but that's literally not how i'm going to exit to solve the puzzle yes exactly so i get you it was just like out of place and you're supposed to like trace the room numbers and you'd get like uh what four it, it was like if you traced if you traced your finger along the room numbers on the escape map like from one room to the other it would have you would you would be writing like like digits with your finger uh, and that those digits that you that you would like trace through the map of the hotel with your finger would be the digits that would be used to unlock like the like the like the serial dial that there was in the room. Like, there was another lock that mm-hmm. had like a four digit digit code, and you know we had to ask the guy like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with this note, bro?" Because it's like I'm totally stuck here. And then he eventually was like, you know, gave enough information because the because they'll give you some hints and you know, like enough information to like get through the next step. But I really didn't think it was a very good puzzle. No, and, and then it, especially because it was the first one, and it was just so. Yeah. It had that that element where it just seemed like it was so out of place. And, and at the end, mm-hmm. he basically said that pretty much everybody gets stuck on that puzzle. So that makes me think yeah. that they need to do something different yeah, with I was that like, puzzle. It's just not a good puzzle, bro. <laughs> like they need to different. put up an escape route, I guess, that looks like it belongs with the room. So maybe then you grab that note and you walk over there and look at the room numbers again, because even Mitsugi walked out of the room and. Yeah, he was like I thought he, <laughs> I thought he was trying to tell me to like because he said you could leave the room to go to the bathroom or whatever. So I, I actually left the escape room and I was gonna go from room to room in the hallway because like I didn't understand what the fuck I was supposed to do with this note because, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, th- there were some good puzzles in the room. So so th- there were some run of the mill ones. There was a puzzle where you had to like use the television, and you could change the channels using the TV remote, and it would have like. Basically, the title screen of a TV show like 60 Minutes or Three's Company, Three Stooges. Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half they Men. They all had like a number, like, yeah, digits and then title. So there, were, so, there were, so there were some puzzles where you had to basically, like, we found like a, like a laminated card and it had anagrams where you had to take like, you know, a word and, and basically insert like three or four letters and, and dispel these different words. And one of them spelled like weather, so it's like weather channel. One of them was national and for National Geographic. Then you, then you change, the, then you change to the channels on the TV, and then the digits from the TV, like you know, end up. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Giving yeah. you like a lock. So that was a good puzzle. I thought yeah, that was good. Yeah, and that opened up the safe to get into the bathroom. The bathroom, yeah. The bathroom was neat. So you go into the bathroom, 
and the lights in the bathroom are because almost all escape rooms have a second room and the the bathroom has like the lights are flickering there's blood on the mirror there's blood on the floor there's blood all over the all over the shower and the toilet and the sink and we had found like a piece of electrical wire so of course pancake fixed the lights so she's like hooks the wires up and turns the light switch got the lights working and and that was where we hit the second bad puzzle i thought um there was a puzzle in the shower i think it was a good puzzle that was executed poorly i mean it, it was a stupid puzzle because the the shower had the shower curtain had shapes written on it had had like black squares drawn on it that were also on the wall of the shower and if you stuck the the squares like if you over top of on the on the curtain over top of the ones on the shower wall uh, it basically helped spell words out using letters that were both on the wall of the shower and also on the curtain. Um, but you also had to flip yeah. over the bath mat. Yeah. And we had figured out the puzzle. Like, we knew what it said, and it we were said, trying to get it to work. To give Greg a hand. Yeah, and said. so I'm over there trying to touch these in the correct order, and no matter how I was touching them, even though it was in order, it was not unlocking the next part. Yeah. It took us like, I think we lost like seven minutes doing Mm -hmm. that when I had already solved the puzzle. And I'm like, what the fuck am I not doing exactly right? He's like, yeah, it's kind of sensitive. I'm like, are you like fucking kidding me, bro? You had to like, you you had to like touch the letters on the wall of the shower with your hand one at a time to get like, to get it to work. And if you touched one wrong tile, you'd have to restart. Well, I mean, the clue never really set it up so that you even felt like you had to touch the wall of the shower like, like 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 that never occurred to me i was trying to do something with like the words or the phrase that 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 we had spelled out but it never occurred to me based on the clues to like actually push the tiles of the shower wall with my hand in a, in, the, in a specific order to get something to happen eventually when we figured it out and we did it we had about eight minutes eight minutes left probably and a third door opened up that wasn't that was through the There's like the, you know how you have a hotel closet? So you walk in there and this like trap door opens and it goes to this like back hallway and there's a um, breaker box, a breaker box and also like peepholes where you can look out. But we still had another puzzle in the bathroom before we could get there. There were a lot of puzzles. We didn't even get close to getting out of this room. There's still about um, 25%, he said. Yeah, he said, yeah, we still had twenty five percent of the escape room left, but, but um, but that's there, not bad considering you had to like chew up so much time at the beginning on something that wasn't. Yeah, it was like, just confounding not clear. you. The best, yeah. yeah, the best puzzles were the one that were the one with the TV, and the one at the towards the end of how far we got, where you have to. There's a point where you have to lay on. There's like a oh yeah yeah like yeah. a murdered like a murder outline on the bed where some guy was chalk murdered, outline chalk outline on the bed and you lay on the bed. In the inside of the lines of on the bed, and and then so your body's there's all this shit written on the bed, all these words, all these numbers, all this crap, and then there's like the outline of where the body was, and it's and it's not until you lay on the bed completely that the that there's a pressure plate inside the bed that activates. Also, by laying on the bed, it covers up enough of the shit on the bed that you can understand like there was a code for. I don't, what the, do you use the code for? I used that code for, what did I use that one for? I don't know, but there was like, there were only like four numbers that my body didn't cover after I was laying down, and that was another another combination for something. And but, then we got a magnet. What did we do with that magnet? 
It opened up the know. back. Oh, used it to get out of the safe. The back wall of the safe. And then down. that had a code and that opened something. Yeah. So it was an it was an okay escape room. Um there there for the for the price, like I'm not really I'm hesitant to try the there's another room that they have that's like continues the story and they haven't opened it yet, but they're gonna open it soon and I'm willing to try the other room, but I'm hesitant because the price is pretty high and like I wasn't overly impressed with this first escape room. Like I've done better escape rooms and I've done worse escape rooms. I'd say it was in the middle, but it definitely wasn't any better than the one we did in New York. Um, and I've certainly have done better ones in Tampa. So yeah, we gotcha. did a really good one in Tampa. I feel like going with two people might've been tough. I feel like there's got to be a sweet spot between going with too few and too many people. I yeah. wonder. Because I, I feel like the one in New York was good, but we had so many people. Yeah, there. nobody so has time to It was to kind think. of a pain. Yeah, I think maybe like three, maybe four tops is the ideal amount because the rooms aren't very big. I'd agree. They're not very big. Yeah. And um, there have been, I've done 90 minute escape rooms too. Um, I can't remember which one I did that was 90 minutes, but I think that's the best bang for your buck. Like you're getting more out, you're getting more time to play or whatever but you know I, I don't know the escape rooms are really great I mean I think that they're a lot of fun it's you know there's a South Park one out here that I really want to do that we just haven't done yet yeah we should go do that one it's in a shopping mall they have like an escape it's room right next in the to around one too it's in a Casa Bonita oh uh, yeah <laughs> you have to get escape, out no I'm kidding escape Casa Bonita yeah they just bought <laughs> exactly. that they just bought that restaurant so that's what you were saying a couple uh, episodes ago we're gonna go it's and like, it uh, opens up we're gonna go get sopapillas it was a but this, the, the escape room theme was okay like there were a couple times where like like once you solve the was it the TV puzzle and then like once you solve the TV puzzle it plays a video on the TV that's like the murderer's talking to you and he's talking about how he killed all these people and he talks a little too long. He talked a little too long because I'm like, I was like, I kept, I kept thinking like, wrap it up, bro. I only have so much time in this fucking escape room and watch your like two minute video. And th- we kept finding all these like fingers that like he had chopped off from the, the one guy that he killed, you know, recently. And so we had like three or four of his fingers by the end. And uh, I'm sure there was, I don't <laughs> know what those fingers are for. Maybe there's like a puzzle where you got to stick his you're fingers. You're supposed to, no, you're supposed to eat them. Like, They're uh, a snack. Well, they were made of rubber. No, like the anime. anime. I know you get very hung- Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. What do you think this yeah. is? You think this is like a shonen anime? I wish. I do. I do. I'd love to do like a Dragon Ball escape room. That would be sweet. Oh my god! I wonder if they have that in Japan. I, I don't know if Japan has discovered escape rooms. Maybe they have, but also how, uh, how scary was this escape it wasn't room? Scary. It wasn't scary. Okay. I didn't jump one time. I, I wanted it to be more scary. Like, and at the end. He talks about how, oh, when if you don't get out in an hour, you're going to die, you know, or whatever. Yeah, like and gassing the people is what they said. Yeah, I wish they would have, like, released, released some, like, you know, like, At least, smoke. like, farted in the room and, like, wafted it around a bit. Yeah, like, crop dust me. <laughs> they could have easily exactly. have filled that room with smoke from, like, a from like a, from like a smoke maker or whatever and, like, created, the, green. created the illusion that you were being gassed to death, you know? That would have been neat, but they didn't do that, so... They didn't go above and beyond. It no. was fun. I was liked okay. the premise. Yeah. Um, it could have been better. Um, I'm going to give it six out of ten spookies. I'm going to give it four out of ten. I, I didn't think it was, I really didn't think it was that good. Um, you know, I've done way, like, 
escape rooms are neat because it's it's up to the imagination of the creator one how good the puzzles are but two like the technology that's used to make them come to life so to speak and they, i feel like they had pretty limited amounts of uh like high techery that make things like really happen in there so i don't know i mean i did a fucking escape room once where blowing out the candles and on a mantle on a mantle in a specific order made a door open like that's cool like blow out the fucking candles you know yeah, I mean? that's cool. So, I don't know. But maybe we'll go try the other one, but I think we should also look around Denver and see what else there is. Cause that one's kind of far. That one's up yeah, near it's, Boulder. It's pretty fucking far away. So Yeah, but escape rooms are good. I I recommend people do them. I mean, they're, they're, they get you thinking on your feet, and they, they're exciting as you're racing the clock. And, and uh, Mason, you need to come back out here, and yeah, we could all we do could one do together. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I have a lot of vacation next year. Pull uh, Caroline uh, along with you. We could have like a a little foursome in the the escape room, but not a sexual one. Don't call it a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> it's called an orgy. Okay. I said it, and well, then I was no, like, wait, whoa. Uh, "At what point? Well, at what point? How, what's the bare minimum of people you need for an orgy?" I think it's four. Yeah, because there's a threesome, and then there's not yeah. a foursome. Yeah, there's a menage a trois, and then there's a four, and there's a, then there's an orgy. I think okay. orgy is anything above three. So is it an orgy if two couples have sex in the same room? Um, at the same time? I'm not really sure. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look this up on the hentai episode later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, yes. which there is some good stuff to talk about on, on the hentai episode, by the way. So Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, you know, we made pretty good. We started, we didn't, I don't know. How, how, how long have we been going here? Oh, 30 minutes like or so. half an hour. I, I have a quick something since you guys are both on. Well, hey, well, real quick, let me just say, I'm playing, replaying Kena, Bridge of Spirits on Master Level, and mm-hmm. I just got done with the boss, and it was very... This boss was about as hard on Master as any... I don't want to say as any, but he's... It would have been, like, in the top 10% of all bosses I've played in Dark Souls in terms of how, how hard it was. Um, it's now at the point where the bosses will kill you in about two to three hits, and I had to memorize absolutely every single moment of that fight from start to finish. Like I, I literally could have, des- I could at this point I could design that fucking boss. It took me so many tries to beat it, but the game is definitely a lot more enjoyable now that it's bone crushingly difficult. So, nice. But uh, so that's it, my attitude about life. If anybody wants a good challenge, this game is a good challenge, but you got to beat it first the whole time through to get the this mode to unlock. So, uh, what were what you else? gonna say? Mason? Mason had another I was going to ask if you guys had ever watched the show Leather Kenny. No. I, I highly recommend it to the two of you. I think you guys would uh, and think it's would a blast. Uh, it's a, I don't know, it's very dry, sarcastic, sexual wit and very like just clever writing sexual under the guise wit. of of like dumb idiots saying it. I think I think you guys would really vibe with it. It's it's I've only watched like two seasons so far, of which there are nine. And I know that's like, well, oh my goodness, you're recommending a show that's it's just a sitcom. It's a real quick show. You can watch one episode and know within like ten minutes if it's for you or not. But okay. based on I think the kind of humor that Where's you guys would streaming? go for, it's on Hulu. Okay. Which okay. I don't think you guys have. Yeah, uh, we I, have it. I had it for a while and then I, I stopped when um, oh do we not have it anymore not right now because there was nothing I was watching and I didn't really feel like paying for it when we weren't using it enough. we were just watching Inuyasha pretty much 
Well, and Inuyasha's on Verve. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, I guess there's absolutely no reason to have Hulu then. Except for to try the show, but we could watch it with Except for try, yeah. Letter Kenny. It's this Canadian show about this, like, backwoods hick town in, like, Ontario where it's just a bunch of, like, farmers and hockey players and meth addicts just going around, just bouncing off one another. And it's just a constant stream of, like, one-liners. Oh, I can't wait. They all, We're like, going to have to try that out. berate one another. So, literally, just try episode one. If you're even, like, moderately not feeling it, you can probably drop it. But I was I was hooked pretty early on, and it's it's uh, it's been a good ride so far. Okay, okay. I'll have to it's check like, it out and report just back. just, like, campy enough and, like, definitely, like, made on a super low budget by, like, a small team. Like, I think it started out on YouTube, and it's been uh, going since. So, I don't know. There you go. The recommendation. Sounds great. I will report back. Thank you. All right. Well, that's pretty much all we have for today, I think. So, might as well wrap it up here. But um, Halloween is just around the corner. This, this, the, the next time we, we do one of these, it will be Halloween. So, I hope they. Well, are have, you uh, gonna? Are you gonna make it? Are you gonna be here? Yeah, I think if we just slide this back an hour, it'll be it'll be okay. fine. Okay. We just gotta start early. Yeah. We got spoopy stuff. Oh man, I got I got Chris I got Krispy Kreme Halloween donuts ordered in advance. Ooh, very oh, nice. Goodness. They have like the little spider legs and it's got witches, it's got kitties, it's got pumpkins, it's got everything. So I look forward to the uh, the pictures of it in the Discord. All right, guys, we'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. Thanks so much for contributing to the podcast. We do appreciate you so much, and I hope you have fun listening to these. And until next time, we'll see you. See you in Hobby Addicts. Take care. Bye. Bye.